0: Hey, and welcome to the High Trust Today podcast. Uh, We're so excited about just jumping in the studio and chatting and talking as we try to make an impact in the world and, and change lives. And we thought today we would just like impromptually talk about making hard choices. And I think that, you know, when you look at relationship, whether it's a business relationship or a personal relationship, as in your spouse or partner, you know, If you guys are gonna be together, you've gotta make hard choices as you go through life. Doesn't mean every choice is hard. Some choices are easier, but the hard choices are hard choices because they're hard to make. So um, what say you, uh, right? What say you as my wife and looking at our life on just tough choices and, and, and tough decisions?
1: You know, it's really interesting because I think a lot of people see us from the outside and assume that our life is perfect and that we don't have to make hard choices. And I think people would be um, probably surprised at how many hard choices we have to make every day.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if that resonates with you, but um, I think that there's there's got to be a reality check on w- what life is. I mean, life is a series of hard choices, you know, not every day, but the hard choices are those ecliptical kind of choices that can change the direction or the trajectory of of a relationship. And um, you know, I think back to like, um, let's talk about the hard choice uh, when I was diagnosed with cancer. Oh. Yeah, okay. so, so go off on that a little bit because that was one of the hardest choices we ever had to make.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it was really interesting because um, we, we did a lot of research. We saw a lot of different doctors. We talked to a lot of people and found out all of sort of our options. And I thought it was really important that ultimately the decision... Was yours, but one of the things I loved about how we often make choices is that it goes back to um, the dream board we created when we first got engaged. Right, and what we did is we sat down and we said, "Okay, what really are our values and our priorities?" In on just one big poster, and one of our highest values was we wanted to grow old together. Right. And when it came right down to it, I think that you decided you were willing to take the biggest risk with the most radical um, option because we wanted to grow all together regardless of if there were downsides or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a really great illustration and why I asked it, not only being the guy that, that actually had the cancer, but really knowing the power of a deep, intimate relationship with somebody who cares so much about me that any of the side effects and any of the downsides actually became irrelevant in the decision. And, and just to take it a step further, but not too much further, I had prostate cancer. So there's lots of side effects depending on how you get treatment and, and what surgical procedures you decide to do or not do. But I got to tell you something. There was, there was a lot of comfort in, in making a decision knowing that even if the physical downside risks all occurred, it would still give us the odds on chance of having a long life together. And, you know, I think back to that, and I believe that what drove that decision was the dream board.
1: Mm, I do, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. So talk about what happened at Sales Mastery with your speech on, on going forward. What what were you trying to communicate there about the importance of, of dreams, and, and what do you recall as you watched the audience kind of uh, respond to your message?
1: Well... I've always been a big dreamer, even long before I met and married you. And I just think that the when all of us have twists and turns in the journey, things we don't see coming that surprise you and take you out at the knees, and I believe the antidote when you aren't sure how you're going to make it through the next day is dreaming. And um, you and I, I think one of the things we do best together is when we get surprised say, okay, what's our dream? You know, what are the options? How are we gonna figure this out?
0: Yeah. I think one of the things that is really kind of interesting is, is Deb asks people to think about you know the, the highlights of, of their last year, the highlights of their last month, and the highlights of their last week, and I think come up with three for each of those, and then kind of arrive at the commonality, and the commonality in the highlights of your life is really the signal for what you're about.
1: Right. What and brings you to life.
0: What brings you to life, what brings you joy. So part of what I think can rob people of joy <clears throat> is not knowing how to make hard decisions. And even though we used a example of me having cancer, um, there's all kinds of choices that, that couples have to make, and, and there's all kinds of ways in which those choices can be made. We had a little issue last week when we were on the road where we had to make a choice about whether or not we would engage in an appointment with somebody that we definitely wanted the appointment with But because of our values and because of what we had going on with another client, talk about how easy that decision was.
1: Well, I, uh, you know, it was really interesting because we knew if we didn't have this particular appointment, that there was a chance it would never happen. But we went back to our values, which was doing the right thing. And what we thought under those circumstances was, was how to have character. And if nobody else knew still, what was the right thing? What could we live with? Um, And we made what for us was a hard choice, a disappointing choice, but what we felt like was the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, I think we always have to, we have to look at um, what our filters are. And I think hard choices um, are hard choices because they're not easy. And I think that one of the things that confuses people when they try to make hard choices is they don't have clarity. And one of the things we talked about at Mastery about this idea of going forward is the importance of clarity. And one of the things that you encourage that we would do in the company is help every employee develop clarity around where they wanted to go. So talk a little bit about that exercise
1: um so we had everyone come up with their dream boards and then we all got together as a company and shared it it was really extraordinary how much we learned about different people and really what uh what their vision for their life was whether it was in business or family and uh i learned so much about people and their personalities and one of the people in our company did this great dream board that had a shower head on it and it was 3D and very interesting and he shared with everybody that he heard the study that one of the ways for a long relationship, quality relationship marriage, was if you showered with your spouse all the time. And I love that he's like, so my wife and I, we shower together all the time. And I thought, how beautiful. You know, that for him, there was something that he was going to do for the rest of his life because he wanted to be married for 50 years and
0: and was
1: really clear about that. I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, no, it's and I think I think what this points to is that, you know, whether you're a leader, uh, whether you're on a team following somebody, uh, whether you are the CEO of a company or whether you're a brand new salesperson life is about a series of choices right and i think that that what we want to do is we try we want to try to minimize making bad choices and so the question has to be about what is the filter that you run your decisions through so that you know you and whomever you are are with for life if you're in a, a marriage or a relationship you guys make wise choices together. I think everybody would agree, listening to this podcast and watching it, is that, that a series of, of really, really great choices, even though the reality of consistently making great choices is not high odds, the more great choices you make, the more harmony that you have.
1: I think it's really hard to make lots of bad choices and have a great life. I think that that one of the things we try to do all the time is just make the best choice of the options that we have.
0: Yeah, um, and then the other thing that, that I think, think is interesting and, and maybe, because I, I love how you bring this story alive, talk about our time in Australia with John and you know being on that yacht and just asking him the question mm-hmm. you asked him about how he makes choices. To put this in the, the right framework. work. Um, this is a guy that I've known for 27, 28 years that has built one of the, the most successful financial services company in Australia. And we were out on Sydney Harbor kind of celebrating our relationship. And Deb asked a question.
1: Well, it was really interesting. It was the first time I'd actually ever met him. And um, we go walking out to um, the opera house, this famous Sydney opera house. And we were told to to be at this certain place at this certain time. And this massive yacht comes pulling up with two gentlemen waving at you, going, Todd, Todd. <laughs> it was quite a interesting, uh, surreal circumstances. So the boat docked, and we uh, both got on it. And I'll never forget, uh, John, you did a lot of training for John, help, helping him and James build his company many years ago. And uh, I'll never forget John saying, Todd, look what we did. And he gives you a lot of credit for Mm -hmm. what he was able to accomplish. So we had this magical lunch, uh, boating around, you know, Darling Harbor. And um, he was, both of them are extraordinary, smart, entrepreneurial, uh, sophisticated businessmen. And I remember, um, I don't remember the exact question I asked him. But um, he was really open about the fact that he'd made a lot of good choices and, you know, some some other choices as well, and that. I, do you remember the question yeah, I asked him? Yeah. So him? you
0: so it what it got down to was he had some near death experiences business wise, right? Yes. And and I think one of the things that entrepreneurs and dreamers and doers will always have to reconcile is. Um, What are they willing to bet the farm on? You know, what are they willing to bet the future of the company on? And so it was that dialogue of near-death experiences in the business, and I think he had probably three that were, you know, a left turn or a right turn could have been the difference between staying solvent and not, or staying afloat and not. And you asked him, you said, so how do you make decisions when you have to make big decisions and he started talking to you about where he goes.
1: Yes. Yeah, so he said he always turns around and it's been a while. I wasn't planning on talking about this today. So my head's a little scrambled, but he, he, he distances himself five years in the future and turns around and looks at the situation and says, if I know things are going to go right, right, which decision would I make? Is right. that the way you remember yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And he actually goes to a place, so if I make this decision today, and I go out five years and I look back, will it have been the right decision? And I think what it, it did is it is it, it just reminded um, us that, that life is, it's about decisions. Yes. And I think that part of why we just wanted to do this quick podcast was the idea that, that decisions are, especially the big ones, are not to be taken lightly. And there is a difference between having a filter that helps you be decisive around a decision and being fearful of making the decision and and getting distracted about making the decision or the choice. And for us, I remember him always being purposeful that the reason he got into the business in the first place was to make a difference in the Australian homeowner's life. And and he said that 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 became the filter through which he would run his decisions. Will this help us do a better job doing that? And so the questions about hard choices are, you know, what is the right way to communicate with one another if you have a business partner, a spouse, whatnot? And I think two minds are better than one. And I think that you know when you look at relationship, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, truth to not letting ego drive decisions, to to really slow things down and. You know, make wise choices and incorporate in into, intuition and, and vulnerability and maybe wisdom. And not everything turns out rosy, um, you know. But but you learn from them. You learn from them. And so we we have you know an experience together as husband and wife where we we we, we are have and will have to make always hard choices. Which I think if you're if thinking about the future and and, and wanting to be individually and as a couple the best version of you possible you have to make choices you can't go into autopilot you can't just cruise and um, I think that's one of the big lessons I've learned the other big lesson I've learned in in this you know may or may not impact you guys is I've learned the power of trusting your partner and um, I think that life is lonely if you're solo having to make decisions without the counsel of, you know, in this case, somebody who loves you dearly and whom you love in return dearly. But even in the world of where do you seek counsel? You know, the bigger the decisions, I think the more you need to to trust the people that are advising you. And um, I, I'd like to ask you, because you find strength in sharing your truth. And, and you find strength in being secure in our relationship that... There's vulnerability there, but there's also security there. Can you just talk briefly about that?
1: One of the things I'm working on right now is realizing, I I say to myself, um, stand in love and speak my truth. And that's really helped me, especially when I have, you know, hard things I need to talk to anyone about, but especially you, especially when we're making business decisions or, you know, decisions about our future that, um, that, that is, uh, yeah, that I'm trying more and more. I'm, I'm a stuffer. I am. (laughs) I, I am an incredibly private person and I don't, um, you know, and I think there's been a lot of fear in my life about making wrong choices. So I tend to really hold back and uh, you've been really amazing for me because you, um, you don't have a lot of fears. And I think that it's helped me to take more chances. Um, and one of the things you've done really well lately is that you're allowing me space, whether it's business or our personal lives, to have an opinion even if it isn't something you share, you, you will hear me out granted it's been after a lot of years of therapy but um you i appreciate how you balance me and support me even if you don't agree with my position on something yeah
0: and i i would give credit uh, to deb too because i mean it's it's you think about life coaching, you think about having advisors that you, know, that you rely on for truth and you know, there's therapeutic value, there's psychological value, there's, there's all kinds of emotional value. We don't have all the answers. When I say we, not Deb and I, certainly we don't, but you don't either. And, and nobody in our company has all the answers. And so there's, there's a lot of power in trusting truth and there's a lot of power in realizing that if, if people really care about each other, then they will advise from a position of love and, uh, and hope for you. And I think the other thing that we've learned, and, and maybe we'll end with this, I, 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 I think that this was powerful when we started understanding that everybody's got different realities. And we had, we had an experience where we listened to, to something with, uh, that Brene Brown was talking about, and she talked about you know, the fact that you, you, you can't really get great advice from people who have not been in the arena fighting the fight you're fighting. Can you just talk briefly about that? Oh, man. Or, or I could, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, some, you know, when we were dealing with your cancer, we we would turn to people who had been in that situation. When, right. you know, whether it was parenting or uh, financial decisions, we we have always said, we need to go to people who who have lived through what we are trying to survive or make choices in and i think that is i think it's one of the best things that we do together is is by not taking advice from well-meaning people who haven't lived through whatever it is we're going through
0: there's the key right there um you only want to get advice from people who have lived through What you are going through otherwise to your point the well-meaning individual has a heart for you they want you to win but if they haven't been there like like let's just say for example throw it out and you know i think about my friend dave ramsey you know dave dave's career was built on the idea that i had to go through bankruptcy and i didn't want anybody else to have to go through it when you're in bankruptcy, I've never been in I don't know what it was what it is like, but Dave told me he said when you're going through bankruptcy, you want to talk to people that have made it through bankruptcy when you're going through maybe a marital separation, you want to talk to people that have gone through it and made it work. If you have any setback as a parent or you have addiction in your family or you have this um, you you want to talk to people that have lived through what you are going through, and that's the best advice I think we can give, and it's certainly the best advice we've ever gotten.
1: Absolutely. Yeah,
0: so, hey, thanks. This was fun, and uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in to the High Trust Today podcast. Uh, We're just gonna do whatever we can, whenever we can, however we can, uh, for whomever we can, to, to continue to help you level up in life. So, thanks for paying attention for 15 minutes or so, and hopefully this was valuable for you. Thanks, honey. We love you. Love you, bye. Thank you for listening to the High Trust Today podcast. If you wanna make this year your best year ever and double, triple, or even quadruple your volume and performance, then I want you to click the link for your ticket to Sales Mastery in the show notes to find out how you can make more money in less time with less stress.